There isn't a time in my childhood that I can't remember understanding the importance of voting. My parents were from very different backgrounds, but shared a deep connection to the power of a vote. My mother came from a military family. She was born in Kansas, but her father served in the Air Force and moved the family all over the world to serve his country. Near the end of his career, he was stationed at Elmendorf Air Force Base, tasked with setting up radio and communications in Alaska. When my father's time in Alaska was done, my mother decided to stay and continue her college education at APU. Later in life, she met my father. My father was Ubik, growing up on the Kuskokwim River, one of 13 surviving children, and later he himself joined the military. While they came from very different backgrounds, they shared a deep connection to democracy. My mother connected to the fact that it took almost half a century for women to finally be able to vote nationally in 1920. That was only 25 years before she was born. For my father's people, the right to vote came later, in 1924. Congress passed the Indian Citizenship Act, allowing citizenship for Native Americans. And while the act provided a right, several other barriers kept Native people from voting. These barriers weren't removed until 1965, only 30 years after my father's birth. It was a combination of military service and a deep understanding that their voting rights were a hard-fought battle waged by their ancestors that drew them to the ballot box for every election. While they shared this deep commi commitment, they didn't often vote alike, and this taught me another valuable lesson at a young age. Our house was always filled with political discussion around election times. It seemed as if every election, my parents used our family dinner table as a place to discuss and even debate their political opinions. At times they aligned, but almost always it was clear that they can, with their continued discussion, that they started from the same core ethics, but got there in different ways. They joked that their votes canceled each other out. This was such an important lesson for me growing up because I learned that different political views don't need to become polarizing and that good discussion can always be respectful. When I turned 18, registering to vote was an event that almost eclipsed every other significant association with becoming an adult. I remember going to Nordstrom's for lunch for my birthday where my parents reinforced the importance of democracy, the importance of my hard-fought right to vote. They said, today, as an Alaska Native woman, you represent the both of us because your ancestors were among the last to get to vote. Don't take lightly what others have fought so hard to do. And now, since you have the right to vote, you are always equipped to wage the next fight. After lunch, they took me to the library and the three of us sat together as I filled out the registration forms and paperwork. Photos were snapped, celebrations were 
made and my parents talked all day about how exciting how excited they were for me. Many years and many ballot boxes later, my parents' deep connection to the importance of voting and democracy still play a significant role in my life. In 2013, I met my husband, and as we worked to merge our lives and families, it became clear that we were on opposite sides of the political aisle. For me, that was exciting. A chance for more respectful dinnertime debates I enjoyed as a child. While most of the country is becoming more polarized, my husband and I have loads to talk about. We almost always keep our tone, questions, and comments respectful, almost always, when we talk about politics, and we always ask for more in-depth explanation to understand the root of our thinking. Often we find we have the same core ethics around particular political opinions, but we just believe, like my parents, there are different paths to achieving our goals. This year, the gift of loving democracy came full circle for me as one of our daughters turned 18 in time to vote for the presidential elections. This year, unlike many others, our family was all rooting for the same team. We made a very specific plan to get up early and vote in person so that we could ensure our vote was counted as early as possible and get our daughter acquainted with the process. We all got up. She dressed up to the nines, and this is a girl who typically wears pajamas all day, and we drove to our polling site. I told her I was so excited for her because she was exercising one of her most essential rights that generations of women had fought for on her behalf. She was so excited And as I watched her walk through the process of getting our ballot and entering the booth, I couldn't help but cry a little at realizing I had officially passed on something given to me at such a young age. I cried even harder several days later as we listened to the first woman vice president-elect talk for the first time since the announcement of Biden's win. My girl will remember this election year forever. And it doesn't take much to convince her that every vote counts.